Okay, y'all, so what if I started every episode with an introduction like this? Hi, my name is Jaleesa, and I go by she, her, but sometimes I go by they, them, depending on how I'm feeling during the day. But don't misgender me, because if you do, I'm going to get you canceled. Sounds stupid, right? That is exactly what is going on here in America, and I know you've seen the pronoun gang and the whole they, them thing. And while this is not a new concept, I feel that social media is now making pronouns a thing that is the least relevant, but making it the most important thing that we need to know and adapt to here in our society. So this episode is dedicated to the lovely pronoun people. And here we go. So like I said, none of this pronoun stuff is new. It's just something new right now because we all have access to social media. And a lot of the language dates back to, from what I read, Shakespearean time. But again, it's becoming more prevalent now. So prevalent that they're shoving it down your throat and forcing you to speak in a way that you aren't used to. And there are a lot of publications, like even back in like the 70s, the 60s and and so on, who used gender neutral terms. But by the 1990s, large numbers of people were asking to be referred to by their gender neutral pronouns. The writer, her name is Kate Bornstein. She used um, the pronouns Z, Zer. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. It's spelled H I R to describe a character in the 1996 novel Nearly Roadkill, which was one of the first mainstream books to bring this out into light. And today's gender neutral English language pronouns make space not for just two genders, as we can see, but for many more. The list just goes on and on and it never ends. And it serves as a way for people who fall outside of this binary man-woman thing that people use to describe themselves. I am a woman. Like, that's it. To me, it's just man-woman and that's it. Like, there's no other whatever. How you feel in your head does not mean that you and your anatomy is any different. But in more recent years, and especially now, they've become a staple in dating apps and college campuses and email signatures. Now, I, of course, was on the dating apps for a long time. And if I was to see, now I didn't see it then, even two, three years ago, four years ago, If I was to see pronouns in a guy's profile, that's an automatic no, because why are you trying to prove to me that you're a man? Or why are you saying he, him? Like, yes, you better be a he if I'm trying to date you because that's what I like. And college campuses are a cesspool for all of this stuff. And I feel like now if you go to college, you're going to be indoctrinated and brainwashed by something there. So that is where it's like the breeding ground of all of this pronoun stuff, because I see it a lot in these young Gen Z, early 20s type of people and the email signatures. Now I have seen this um, not first. Well, actually, no, I lie. I did see this. We actually had a Zoom call. I think it was Zoom back before school started. And there was a whole bunch of people on the screen. And someone, a staff member who does not work with us anymore, had in parentheses next to his name was they, them. And I was like, what the heck? Like, why is that even a thing? Like, And it was big for everyone to see. And mind you, they were the only person who had it like that. So I was really confused. But anyways, it's in the schools. I've seen it a lot on, you know, my favorite 
Twitter account, Libs of TikTok, they post a lot of screenshots of emails and there are some principals, administrators who use that as their signature. So to me, that's where the indoctrination starts from the top all the way down to the bottom. So if you are promoting and pushing that, well, y'all, kids, parents, pay attention to what's going on in schools because it is coming from somewhere. And as you can see, our kids are now adjusting and adapting to something that they had never even known about. So in 2020, a Trevor Project survey found that one in four LGBTQ youth uses pronouns other than he, him, and she, her, and the American Dialect Society named the singular they as its word of the decade. Now, I know y'all have seen, again, they, them all the time. Like, that's just a thing now. Like, nobody wants to be a woman anymore. Nobody wants to be a man anymore. And I mostly see it with women. Where that comes from, I have absolutely no idea, like, why mostly women are not wanting to be called she, because I don't really see it too much in guys. But again, our algorithms are based off of what we look at. So what I see is just a bunch of women saying, don't call me she, don't call me her, and which is really ridiculous. Meanwhile, though, commentators have forecasted that the demise of our English language is coming soon. Actually, now it's coming to an end because we are using terms that we once grew up with learning, like they, meaning multiple people, and now people want it to mean one person. A 2018 Wall Street Journal op-ed went so far as to claim that using they-them pronouns amounted to sacrilege. And an Australian politician said that an effort to celebrate they-them pronouns was political correctness gone mad. And while I do not believe in being politically correct all the time, I do agree that this is making people go mad because they're forcing it. They're forcing people to use terms again that they have not been used to. And now y'all know who Demi Lovato is, right? She, of course, Disney Channel, became a big old star. And now all of a sudden she got all weird and she's non-binary. You know, you can't, you can't tell if she's a man or a woman. You can't tell. Again, delusion, delusion. She came out as non-binary and a conservative commentator called they, them pronouns poor grammar. I agree. Former English teacher here. It just sounds weird. Like you... By yourself. You are not a they. I get it. That means like if you're saying they and them, you mean like everyone. Doesn't matter, male, female, child, adult, whatever. But you're one person. So tell me how that makes sense. It also is associated with what people say is low academic achievement if you use these terms. Bundled into these arguments is the idea that gender neutral pronouns are a new phenomenon and an outgrowth of the internet only spreads this madness even wider. Again, reality and the internet are two different things. Do I see it a lot in person? No, I do not. But the internet makes it feel like it's real life and it's everywhere and it's nonstop and it's just going to surround you 24-7, which not is not necessarily the case, but it has now infiltrated into our everyday life and into the companies that we interact with every day. And let me give you some examples of what I have seen that is just total and utter madness. So our own government, our lovely government, on their website, they added onto their contact form a way for you to choose your own gender, she, he, they, other, you can write it in. You don't even have to put Mr. or Mrs. You can also choose MX. 
which is another gender neutral, I don't know, title for marriage. I don't know. Like the, when I looked at that and I saw that, I was like, why? Why? What is the point? I'm assuming that because you are doing a contact form that when they reply to you, you want them to use the terms that you feel for the day. I don't know. However, people come up with this stuff, have no clue. But the fact that it comes from our government, you know, speaks volumes because, again, it starts from the top and it goes and it works its way all the way through the bottom. And if it's coming from them and them being male and female, then where are we going from here? Because they constantly push this stuff again and, and make you feel bad if you don't buy into it. And not that I have to use pl- these platforms, but of course, using Instagram and, and these social media accounts, them too. They, I keep saying they and them, and I feel like I'm buying into all this stuff as well. But Instagram has it on there also. If you edit your bio that you can choose your pronouns. Now, I did not know this was a feature until I came across a certain profile of someone who I know. And I saw it and I was like, why do you have that in your bio? Like you are straight. You are, I'm not going to say male or female, but you're a straight X or Y, and you have this ridiculousness in here, why? Like, is it to make yourself feel like you're a part of something? You don't want to offend anyone? Like, I was just really confused. Now this person does not have it in their bio anymore, and I'm very glad, because it's nonsense. Now, you know what else is nonsense? When I went to New York a couple months ago, and I wanted to rent a city bike, and I've never rode a city bike before. I didn't know how it worked or whatever. Obviously, we have bikes here In Houston, I know how to rent them, but when I got a city bike, I had to download the app, whatever, and on the app, y'all, they asked me what my pronouns were. Like, why do you need to know that? Like, I just need a bike. All you need is my name and my credit card, right? Right. That's all. But them and Lyft, because I think they either are bought out by each other. I don't know. Something with Lyft as well, because... Lyft has it as well. You can tell the driver what your pronouns are. Now, when you're talking and saying she or he or whatever, you're usually talking to someone else about another person. So if I am riding in a car with a driver, at no point in our conversation is this person going to say she because they're talking directly to me. So again, this whole English language breakdown thing is like getting out of control. And then we have Microsoft. Now, I usually try to describe everything that I talk about um, just to give you a visual. But this time, I'm just going to let you hear this video I came across from Microsoft and how these two people who work for them introduce themselves. And you tell me, well, you can't really tell me because you're just listening, but it's ridiculous of how they, I don't know, showcase themselves to the world. Listen to this. I'm a Caucasian woman with long blonde hair, and I go by she, her. I'm a product marketing lead here at Microsoft and co-host of the podcast Security Unlocked with this guy. Yes, that would be me. Hello, everyone. I'm Nick Fillingham. I'm a Caucasian man with glasses and a beard. I go by he, him, and I'm a security evangelist here at Microsoft. Y'all, you cannot tell me that that didn't sound ridiculous. What was the point of all that? What was the point of adding all of those labels? And especially, again... The pronouns. Why? And you know, 
my favorite Twitter account for the millionth time, Lives of TikTok, had another video that they played where it was this teacher and she, because it's a woman, was crying that someone was misgendering her. And I need y'all to listen to this because, again, I'm not going to play the whole thing because it's kind of long, but, again, you'll get the gist of it. I usually love my job, but lately, the one driver that doesn't listen just constantly misgenders me. This person pretty much made it so I hate going to work. Freaking hate it right now. And I love my job. I usually love my job. I love working with these kids. I love doing it. There's only 20 more days left in the school year. And I'm going to have to stop right there, y'all. It, it was too much. I was like, oh, my gosh. First of all, if you look like a man and a woman at the same time, you cannot blame people for being confused. Because, again, if you go to the account, you'll scroll through, you'll find the video. It's not people's fault. Like, I'm sorry, but you're not about to, like, jump down my throat because you choose to wear clothes that look like one way and you want to identify as another way. And, I, again, I'm not buying into it now. Sometimes I do, I do sympathize with people who are upset at things because, of course, I'm human. I have feelings. Things, you know, hurt my feelings sometimes. But there are some things that you just can't control. And controlling people's opinions and thoughts and things that they've had and grown up with, that is not up to you to decide. And you cannot sit here and just worry about every single thing that people say and comes out of their mouth. Like, you just can't. So I'm sorry. Like, get over it. Move on. And that was a teacher. So I did, speaking of school, I did have a student, uh, I want to say a few years back, who, again, the same thing happened. I had her in my class. And when I was calling Roll, I remember the kids saying, hey, miss, like, that's not her name. She doesn't want to go by that anymore. And, you know, this again, the student wasn't in the class. There was her friends uh, speaking up for her. And they were like, she doesn't want to go by that, blah, blah, blah. You have to call her this. And, you know, it's not she, it's they. And I just stopped and I looked at them and I said, no, I'm not doing that. And I'm not saying that I'm going to call what is the legal name on these documents. And that's it. Because again, and I told them and I have these talks with them, you cannot force people to live in your world. Just like you don't want to live in mine. I don't have to live in yours. So how did we work that out? I just didn't say anything. I was just like, hey, you, hey, blah, 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 whatever. And I just didn't address it because I'm not going to change again, one, my opinion and how I feel and how I just grew up for this person who is only going to be in my face for about 100 days. So again, not doing it. And she ended up saying that I was her favorite teacher at the end of the year. So how that worked out, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I wasn't rude or anything to her, but... I just wasn't going to do it. So there are people, again, who try to force you to be in their world. And I don't know if you've, uh, you guys watch Dr. Phil. You probably do. You probably don't. I don't watch TV like that. Um, but I did see a clip on Twitter, of course. And it was this guy. His name was Matt Walsh. And he was on Dr. Phil. And he was talking to transgender women, women or men who became women. And I mean, he had a full beard and everything and long hair, uh, whatever. And he was asking them, like, what is a woman? And, of course, they could not give him the definition. And they were like, well, there is no definition, blah, 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 blah. It's all, you know, up to you, how you feel, and blah, blah, And he was like, no. Like, 
who you are as a woman or a man goes all the way down to your DNA and to your bones. Like if you die, that's how they're going to identify if you are a man or a woman. So no matter how many implants you get, no matter how much hair you put in your head, like that's not going to change who you are inside. And I don't know why people don't understand that. Like just because you put on a dress, just because you curl your hair, just because it's long, just because you get implants does not make you a woman. I'm sorry. Like you can be offended all day. Like that doesn't change you. Now, of course, there are people who are born with male and female organs and these anomalies that are not as prevalent in society as they're trying to make it seem. But again, you are what you're born with. Like that's it. Like no amount of hormones, whatever, like that's not going to change. <laughs> that's not going to change what the truth is at the end of the day. And the, the discussion was really good. If you want to watch it again, his name is Matt Walsh. You can just type in Matt Walsh, Dr. Phil, transgender. I'm sure it'll pop up somewhere. So again, go watch it. And going back to social media, anytime I post something on social media and someone comments something negative or the opposite, a lot of times it's usually somebody who has pronouns in their bio. And those people I do not take seriously. Why do I not take them seriously? Because if you have stuff like pronouns or flags or whatever's trending at the moment, to me, that tells me you're easily brainwashed. You're easily influenced. You want to fit in and you don't want to uh, offend anyone. And those are not the type of people I want to be around and the type of energy I want. Because a lot of times, just like me, those people have their opinions and they're not going to sway from them at all. Now, there are stories of people who have thought they were you know, I, I did see a story of this uh, girl. She was talking about how she swore for the longest time that she was a man and she was like, you know, trying to dress like one, act like one, whatever. And she was like, I was not a tomboy. Like, I really felt like I was a man until she had like this epiphany one day and was like, hey, I'm actually a woman. I am a straight woman. Now, I don't know what happened because, again, it was like a little short one minute video on Twitter, but. She talked about how she thought it, and maybe because she was probably brainwashed from our media or wherever she gets all this stuff from, and then was like, hey, no, like that's not it. And I think that's happening to some people because they're realizing like what is actually going on. And the reason why I am personally so invested in this is because I, on the other side, you know, I have my just straight up truth, what's going on, and then I have the deeper, darker, symbolic part of me that says that this is a an evil thing, an evil thing to try to get the two genders to be one. Because I do believe that there is a depopulation goal. And if you are constantly reinforcing same sex or no sex or, you know, you're not a thing, you can't procreate. If you can't procreate, then there are less of us and more of them. The deconstruction of gender is one of the greatest acts of deception because people are confused. And a lot of times, again, there's a big push for abortions. There's a big push for the negative side of having children. Now, again, I am not somebody who thinks about kids all the time, um, but if I had one, I, I'll have one. But to make people feel like they shouldn't or then be confusing, confusing little children down to three years old, making them wear dresses if they're a boy and et cetera. That goes all the way to Hollywood. There are a lot of Hollywood stars who are raising children the opposite sex, starting them when they're one, two, three years old. 
Now, I don't know any one, two, three-year-olds who can formulate full sentences. So how do they know that they want to live this life? And again, you know, I know, I think Hollywood is satanic. So in satanic, meaning evil, they, they practice things that are not natural. You have people like, you know, amazing singer, but Celine Dion, she has a gender-neutral clothing line for kids. But if you go look at the line, you will see nothing but skulls and one-eyes and like more like a rock star type, you know, artwork. It doesn't look very kid-friendly. And then they have words on it like new order. Now, to me, I interpreted that as new world order or the new way that we're doing things where kids, like gender-neutral kids, uh, y'all. Now, I love men's clothing. I love the cuts. I love baggy clothes. But I'm not trying to be a man. So I feel like there's a difference between wear, just wearing something and then actually trying to be the opposite sex. Now, now this is where the people are like, well, this is kind of hypocritical because I like men's clothing, but I also don't want to see a man wearing a dress. So whatever you want to call that, call it. But this big push for it, I don't like it. And again, I, I, I just don't know what to do. Like, I'm not going to f- be forced to say something I don't agree with. And I don't believe that people should be forced to live your life however you want to. But don't shove it down our throats. Don't make it a thing everywhere we go, with every company, with every interaction. It is okay to disagree with opinions. And it is okay to believe that men are men and women are women. That's it. That's how we got here. That's how we got here on this earth. So the moral of the story is, do you. But just don't make me be involved in your fantasy world. So again, guys, I thank you so, 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 so much for listening and supporting and messaging me all the time. I love, love, love sharing information and just talking to people who, again, feel like they need a vent. A lot of people, I don't even know, and I talk to them all the time, and I have no idea who they are. I probably will never meet them in my life, but it is nice to just be able to be like, look at this ridiculousness and laugh and move on. So if you'd like to support me, because again, I've told you for the hundredth millionth time that I resigned from my job. I'm finishing out my contract. But after that, I will be trying to do this full time. So anything and any donation helps this teacher here. If you have Cash App, if you have Venmo, whatever, find me on Instagram, find me on Twitter. On Instagram, my handle is at Jalisa underscore Danielle, J-A-L-I-S-A underscore D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E. And on Twitter, Jalisa Danielle underscore. So Thank you very much, and I will see you guys later.